Good morning. We give God praise this morning. Amen. Let's, let's give him praise. And let's give a praise clap to Michelle and the praise worship to bring us into the holies of holies. This is the day that the Lord has made. Amen. It is so good to see you all. I, uh, I want to thank uh, Dr. C and, uh, for inviting me to come and, and also want to thank all of you. I'd like to get the thank yous out of the way. It's so good to see all of you. Um, I have been praying for you. I, actually, I have been praying and fasting uh, for our time together. And I, when I come to speak, I take it very seriously. And I give God praise for the opportunity and I, I ask him, I plead to him that he will give me the words that he would like for me to say this morning. So I give him praise for that. And um, I heard something the other day, and what I heard was that this is a good day, and uh, this individual said, it's a good day anytime you are walking above the ground. So this is, truly is a good day because we are walking above the ground. Amen. Amen? Uh, I am used to people saying amen, um, praise the Lord, and hallelujah. Amen? Amen? Now, I also know that you have been here now for about uh, 15 days. It may seem like 1,500 days to some of you. But for some of you, it may have seemed just a short period of time. But let's have a word of prayer as the Lord leads us in that we clear our minds and our hearts on him. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for all things. Be with us. Help us to focus our minds and hearts on the things that you would like for us to hear this morning. And all the saints say... Amen. Now, I'm going to I'm I'm going to do a. I, I tried to be obedient to the leading of the Lord, and the Lord told me to kind of start this off with two phone calls. Two phone calls that may have come from here, from some of you, or maybe from none of you. And so I just want to kind of. It could have been a text, could have been Skype, it could have been FaceTime, but we're just going to think it's all those and could have been tweeting. And the first one is the phone is ringing. And this is the way the first call goes. It's from your parents or your grandparents or aunts and uncles and they're saying, we haven't heard from you. We've been calling the dorm, we've been Skyping, we've been trying to get you, but you're not around. What's happening? Is there something wrong? And you say, no, I'm having a really good time. I'm on my way into Boston. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Any of those phone calls have been taking place? Oh, I, I see the hand. I see that hand. Well, that was with my daughter, Melissa. She went away to school. We had to almost get the state police because she got gone. Now, the second call... Hello? 
You want to know how I'm doing? I'm okay. My classes? They're okay. You're asking me if I'm going to bring a boy home for Christmas? You're asking me if I'm going to bring some young lady home for Thanksgiving? My roommate's okay. How are things? Things are going. How are things at home? Okay, I gotta go. Bye. Any of those calls been taking place? Let you think about that for a moment. Whenever I am. How's it going? I have a question. How's it going? For, for some of you, it's absolutely great. There are a third of you here this morning that have not been here before. So how is the adjustment going? You're in it, for some of you, this is a total new location. You're in a whole total new space. It's a whole total new school year. Uh, you're, you, you are in, this is a whole new total new financial structure. This is a new experience and this is a new status for you. A question, is it what you thought that it would be? Is it as exciting as your sister or your brother or your mother who had come here before you, you thought that it would be? Or are you feeling a little off track this morning, unsure of your next step? Question, are you lonely? Did anyone tell you that you might be lonely for a little while? You have so many things going on in your heads right now, so much data coming at you. The math concepts may not be coming as quickly as you would like for them to be. The plots and the themes, you're not quite understanding them as well as you should. I have come here this morning to encourage you to let you know that you're not by yourself and that you're not alone. And I also, I, I only do this when the Lord tells me to do it. And he told me yesterday that I am to open the altar this morning. If in any time during the course of my next few moments, I know that you're busy so I'm not going to be very long, that you'd like to come and you'd like to have prayer, We'd love to pray with you at any time. Do not be afraid. This is an adjustment period, and it's going to take some time. We're so used to everything happening so fast and that we should be adjusted to what we're doing. But whenever I'm going through something new, whenever I'm making any kind of adjustments or going on a new adventure or a new journey, I always go to the source. 
I always go to God to ask him to help me. When I do not go to God and I listen to other voices, I can tell you I always, always end up in trouble. So this morning, the Lord has led me to Joshua chapter 3. And you all know Joshua. And I would like to share four quick insights that the Lord gave me in this scripture. And if you could, I would like for you to stand for the reading of the word. And I'm using the New Century verse. Early the next morning, Joshua and all of the Israelites left Achaia. They traveled to where? And what did they do? They camped there. Remember that. They camped there before crossing. And after how many days? The officers went through the camp and gave orders to the people. When you see the priests and Levites carrying the ark of the agreement with the Lord your God, leave where you are and follow it, that you will know what? Since what? That you may know which way to go since you have never been here before. You have never been in this space, this time, this year, before. And we're going to talk about that. Please be seated. The first insight I would like to share with you is that since you have never been here before, you've not been in this place, this grade, this level, this whatever the situation may be, whatever you may have heard, since you have never been here before, you're unsure, the first thing that I want to tell you to do is I want you to take a deep breath. Breathe in. Hold it. Let it go. Breathe in again. Let it go. I want you to hit, the first insight is I want you to hit the pause button and not the panic button. I want you to hit the pause button because I want you to kind of catch your breath. You are making so many adjustments in such a short period of time and you need to take some time, a little bit of time, to reflect on what's happening with you and around you. There was a great professor, one of my professors here, uh, I can remember him telling me we were doing some uh, preaching together and he said to me there is nothing that cannot wait there's very little that cannot wait for 24 hours I took that and it kind of changed how I it was very simple kind of changed how I kind of thought it I recalibrated my thinking a little bit right now you're in the middle of all kind of things don't make crazy decisions right now Take a moment to pause. Let's take a moment to reflect on the scripture. What was happening in here? We're going to do a little backdrop. We're going to do a setting check. Major change had taken place uh, with the Israelites. Just like major change is happening with you. 
Almost 200 of you are new to this, this very facility, this very place. In chapter 1 of Joshua, the Israelites had been in the desert for 40, year, for 40 years. You have been at your homes for at least 17, 18, 19 years. The Israelites, they had been waiting on the other side of the Jordan. They were waiting. They'd heard about the promised land. Maybe you've been hearing about ENC all of your life. Your parents have went here, your grandparents, your siblings, your cousins. Maybe they've been, there's been generations of you coming here. You've been, maybe you've known about this school for a long time. But this is the first time you've been here on your own. When we look at the scriptures, we see that the leadership had changed. But the people had been comfortable with the leadership before. They were comfortable with the known. They they knew what they were getting for breakfast. They knew what they were having for dinner. Their clothes were taken care of. Their shoes were fine. Everything was a routine. You may have been used to a routine, but your routine has changed. Some of you are fine, but some of you need a little bit more time to process. Now here it is. Joshua has been chosen. And we kind of remember when Joshua, because Moses had been leading them for 40 years. And here Joshua is young. And so God spoke to, he, there was a telephone call, there was a Skype, there was a FaceTime between God and, jo, and, and, and Joshua. And, he said, and God said to him, I want you to be strong and courageous. He says, I will be with you. I will be with you and I will see you. He says, but you take my word before you. And so what did, jo- uh, what did he do? What Joshua did is he took a deep breath. So what can we learn? Here they came. They came to the river. For 40 years, they've been thinking about this day. They've been thinking about this time. They could have continued on their journey. The Israelites could have said, okay, let's start making boats. Let's get, let's get some boats going here. Then we can go ahead and we can cross over here. Or they could have went and turned a corner and went some other way. But what did they do in that scripture? It says they camped. To me, the Lord showed me that they paused and they reflected because God had something better for them. They had to catch their breath. So first insight, hit the pause button, take a deep breath. The second insight that I want to share with you is that since you have never been in this spot before, seek the direction of God by looking at his word. Read his word. You don't have anybody right now telling you, you have got to do this. You have got to wake up. You've got to get out of your bed. You've got to go to church. You've got to do this. But what I'm saying is I'm trying to be in the back of, read your word. When we look at what the Israelites, they were told, when they, when they, after they hit the pause button, they were told, when you see the Ark of the Covenant, when you see the Book of the Law, when you see all of that, you are to follow it. Let it lead you forward. And so my sisters, brothers, the saints, whoever is here this morning, let the Word of God guide you. Live by the word. Seek the guidance of the scriptures. The third insight this morning, since you have never been here before at this time, 
If you're unsure or you're unsettled this morning, allow God to guide you through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. Jesus in John chapter 16, when he was talking to the Israelites, to, to, the, to, to his disciples, he said to them, I will not leave you alone. He said, wait for the spirit of truth and he will guide you in all things. And the Holy Spirit, he will tell you, maybe things aren't lining up right. We sometimes, in our heads, when things aren't going quite perfect, when we're not feeling quite right, when we're not sensing quite right, we begin to doubt. We begin to get disappointed. We begin to despair. And then we begin to have negative thinking, which I call stinking thinking, because it begins to stink. So I don't know if you have any negative thinking this morning, but I've come here to remind you that there are 7,800 and 47 expressed promises in the Word of God. Say it with me. 7,847 expressed promises in the Word of God. That should be a hallelujah right there. And I want to share one with you right now. And it's, it's taken out of Isaiah chapter 41. Isaiah chapter 41, verses 9 and 10. And this is the Lord. This is the message that he has emailed and texted to you this morning. He says, I took you from wherever you came. Whatever part of the world that he created, I've taken you and I've brought you here. I said that you are my disciple. You are my disciple. I have chosen you and I have not rejected you. Many times when things are not going smooth, we think that we are rejected, that we're not a part of something. He says, I have chosen you, so do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Do not be uh, fearful. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. Whatever situation you may be having, either in interpersonal skills or you're not clicked with somebody yet, allow the grace of God to help you. He says to you and me today, you are my servant, you are my disciple. And listen to this, do not give up. Do not allow your emotions to dictate your responses. Do not allow your emotions to dictate your responses to situations and circumstances. And do not allow your loneliness to cloud your judgment. When Moses heard the voice of God and he saw the burning bush and he went to check it out, he'd never been there before. God was with him and and he led a million and a half people. In the book of Ruth, when we meet Ruth and Naomi, they were in situations that they had never been before. Ruth thought that she was going to be married and lived happily ever after. Naomi thought that she was going to live and see all different kind of things, but they ended up, the circumstances changed. They were, not, they were in a place that they'd never been before, but God was with them. When you look and you've all heard about 
Daniel and all the different things that he'd been through. Here he was. He'd been in places and situations and circumstances that he'd never, ever encountered before. But God was with him. And then we flip on over into the New Testament and, and we see the woman with the issue of blood and the issues that may have come forth. And when she went out there, when she was on that road and she was walking and she knew that she, she was not to touch a rabbi because she was deemed unclean. She'd never been there before. And God was with her. And the Apostle Paul, when he was on the road to Damascus, and he hears this voice and he's on that road, at that moment and at that situation and at that time, he'd never been there before. And he gives us guidance. The Apostle Paul gives us guidance when we look in Philippians chapter 4 and he talks about, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests, your issues, your concerns to God. And the peace of God. And some of you do not have any peace this morning. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. So allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Don't let your emotions do it. The fourth thing that he has shared with me, since you've not been here in this spot before, take everything to God in prayer. Our true model, you want someone to look at, as far as with the prayer, you look at Christ. When he was going to be baptized, what does it say in the scriptures? Jesus was praying. When Jesus was uh, thinking about the next step, what he was to do as he began to graduate to further and further and everything that he did, it says that Jesus was off praying, talking to his father. When he went to a place he, in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he went... Jesus was praying. When Jesus was on the cross, for you and for me, he was praying. He is our true model. You have issues this morning. He is the only one who can take care of them. He is the only one who can take care of them. You're moving too fast. Quickly, the four insights, hit the pause button, take some time to reflect. Seek the direction of God by looking at the Word of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and take everything into prayer. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 8, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He is watching over us 24-7. In closing, I want you to stand.
I'm reminded of a scripture in Isaiah 43. This is what the Lord says. This isn't what Josie Owen says. He created each and every one of you. He formed you. And he says to you, do not be afraid because I have saved you. Some of you may be walking through the fire this morning. He says, I have called you and you are mine. I have summoned you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. You will not drown. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, nor will the flames hurt you. I don't know what you're going through. For some of you, you're like my daughter, Melissa, everything is just golden. But for some of you, I know that you're hurting this morning. And I want to tell you the phone call that the Lord gave me. Come to him and he will touch your souls this morning. If he's asking you to come, please come. Is he speaking to you this morning? Don't be afraid. If the Lord is speaking to you this morning, be obedient. Please be obedient to call. This, this, this is a time of adjustments. If he's speaking to you, if you're lonely, I know someone who could be your best friend. If you're a little off track and the Lord is speaking to you, please heed. Now's the moment, now's the time. You've been here 15 days now. For some of you, it seems like 15,000. And for some of you, the same first day is playing over and over again. And you wonder, did I make the right decision? The only one that can tell you that is our Heavenly Father. So please come and be obedient. It's okay. You're not weak because you haven't adjusted. And what is adjustment and what is normal? Everybody moves at a different time in a different place. Since you've never been here before, the Bible helps us in all of that. It's okay. It's okay. We serve a big God. Does anyone else want to join us? Please feel free. I'm going to pray for the rest of you and I'm going to ask you to quietly just leave the chapel because I want to talk to the ones that are here for a few moments. If the Holy Spirit is calling you, be faithful, be obedient. But I want to give you a prayer right now. I want to give you a blessing as you leave this place quietly. Father God, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, because you showed up. You always show up. As you say in Ezekiel chapter 48, the Lord is there and you are here, Father. We thank you for that. 
And so, Father, I pray you be with each and every one of these students, Lord. Bless them and touch them from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet. Be with them and bless them as they quietly leave the sanctuary. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. And for the ones that are here right now, as we talk for a few moments, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what you're going through. But I can tell you that our Heavenly Father knows. He is here. He can handle anything that you have on your mind. I don't know what it may be. And I don't need to know what it is. But I know He does. And what we need to do, I want you to talk to Him. I want you to say, Abba, Father... Daddy, I need your help. I need you to help me, Father. I need your help. And I need you to help me to get me through this. I didn't know it was going to be as hot as it is. I miss my family. I'm not sure about all the things, Lord. So I need your help. I don't know if your concerns are financial today. But I do know that he can help you through anything that you have. We serve an awesome God. So call on and he says, I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I will be with you. I will bless you. I love you. I need you. Oh, Heavenly Father, I pray that you'll be with each and every one that is here this morning. Lord, I pray that you'll just touch them with them. Lord, you know the concerns of their hearts. Oh, Father God, be with them. Touch them right now, Lord. They're, they're being honest. They said they have a need this morning. And Lord, you've always said where there's a need that you will fill that need. So Lord, we need you right now, Lord. We need you. We need you in this hour. Because Lord, we love you. Maybe there's some things that you need to tell him. That maybe even some may have said some things that are maybe not appropriate or whatever, Lord, or our eyes have seen things that should not see. Ask Him for forgiveness if that is what you need. And if you're working on emotions this morning, ask Him, Lord, help me not to allow my emotions to dictate my circumstances. He's a good God, you know. He's a great God. Speak to him. Say, Lord, I need your help today. I can't do anything without you. I need you, Father. I need your love to shine. I need your strength. You said that you'd be at my righteous right hand. So help me, please. can promise you this in those 7,847 promises. One of them, at least one of them, is meant for you. At least one of them. And I know that they're all meant for us. Father, we've come, we seek you. And Lord, I confess whatever I need to confess. 
I bring all of myself to you. And Lord, when I leave this anointed place, it is not about feelings. It is about my choice and believing in you. My sisters and brothers, when you leave here, know that you've asked him to make a change, to help you, to heal you, to touch you. And he can do that. Hit the pause button and allow God to be God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this day. We give you praise. We love you. We worship you. give him praise. Woo, we give him praise. We give him praise. We thank him. We thank him. We thank him. You thank him for the, what he has done and is going to continually do in your life. You thank him. You claim it. You claim it today. You walk under his anointing. Claim it today. Claim it today. Lord, I claim you. He will help you. Amen. He will help you. Trust him. Trust. Trust. Trust Thank you.